Well, hello there. This episode of Motherhood in Hollywood is sponsored by Kinsa, the world's smartest thermometer. When my daughter is sick, I turn to my Kinsa smart thermometer for peace of mind. It remembers her temperature, symptoms, and medicine history, so I don't have to. And it even lets me send it to her doctor. Amazing! Make sure you get your own Kinsa right now at KinsaHealth.com. Come on, Mama! Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 36 of Motherhood in Hollywood. It's me, Heather Brooker, and I've got the whole family here today. Husband Chris is... In the other room, getting ready to go grocery shopping, and then Channing is here with me today. Hi, buddy. You want to say hello? Okay. Um, say hello. Hello. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Thanks for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Yeah. Oh, that was very sweet. Thank you. Are you going to go grocery shopping with Daddy? Yeah? Okay. We'll have fun. <laughs> have fun, bunny. Okay, so I have a really cool thing today. Really good show today because I got to do something a little bit different with my show this week. I took my portable podcasting uh, recording equipment and I went to the Big City Moms baby shower event here in Los Angeles at the Skirball Center and it was really cool. I got to interview actress Beverly Mitchell, fashion designer Betsy Johnson, mom-to-be Audrina Patridge, but then also I got to go inside the event and talk to moms who were there representing their company, some big companies there uh, who are showing off their new products and um, things to taste and touch and feel and try, everything a new mom wants to do. So that's one of the great things about this event. It's for New moms um, who are wanting to know what's out there in terms of baby products that they could use that help make their life a little bit easier. New moms, second moms, third moms, even who, whoever, uh, all the moms that want to know a little bit more about the latest and greatest in products. So this is a wonderful event for those moms. I got to talk to um, some really great businesses. Um, I loved talking with, and you'll hear this a little bit later on, the <clears throat> the nannies from the Knightsbridge Nanny Agency, Natalia and Alice. So great. So much fun. Uh, I love them because they said I was funny. So obviously, um, I'm a big fan. <laughs> and um, okay, so I sort of became obsessed with Jackie Filanowski from Maxi Cozy because I had a Maxi Cozy Miko for Channing. And I loved it. But I loved it because, well, it was cute, but also because it was so lightweight. I don't know, you know, I don't know how you guys are about researching before you get something new for your kid, like especially in the beginning when you're looking for strollers, you're looking for car seats and you're looking for the right kind of baby blankets and, you know, fitted sheets or whatever. I don't know how in-depth you guys go. I went pretty in-depth because I just wanted to, I just wanted to soak up all of this information that's out there when I was first pregnant with my daughter because there's so many cool things you have but then also you have to like temper it with your budget you know there's I mean obviously we all want to get the ten thousand dollar stroller that also doubles as um, a cleaning service and massage therapist so 
Does that exist? If somebody, if it does, somebody please send me that link because I want to see that. But um, so I, yeah, I took a lot of time researching everything and events like this are really great because they've done all that for you. You know, they've done a lot of the legwork for you and you can actually go, like I said, and touch and feel and smell and taste foods, products, drinks, all of it. So um, this was a great event and I love talking to uh, Jackie over at Maxi Cozy. She was amazing. I hope she's listening and, uh, got to talk to the awesome moms from mom, Angelus, Laura and Kristen love talking to them. They're so much fun. Met some wonderful moms from expressing motherhood, which is, uh, an organization. I really hope that I can be a part of. So I'll be talking a little more about that and the hilarious moms from mommy tonk, which you'll be hearing from today. I've had the opportunity to meet so many amazing people over the last uh, seven or eight months since motherhood in Hollywood has been rolling along. And I'm so grateful for that. So if you guys have any suggestions, uh, for events I should cover or anything like that, and you want me to go to, I have the capability to do it. I'm a gal about town, a mom on the go. Um, email me at motherhood at Hollywood at gmail.com. And I would be more than happy to hear uh, any suggestions you might have. And while you're at it, take a moment to go on iTunes and subscribe to the show. It's so important um, to have subscribers, uh, people supporting the show. It's one thing if you're downloading it and I'm so grateful and you're listening to the show now, thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you could also take a minute to subscribe and then leave a couple of words, uh, for the review section on iTunes. It made such a big difference in the support of my show. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And speaking to people who support the show, want to give a quick shout out to some followers over on Twitter. Kathy at Unfiltered Mom. Hey, Kathy. What's up, girl? You sassy gal, you. Um, I like Kathy because she's sassy like me. Everybody go follow her over at uh, Unfiltered Kathy on the Twitter. Also want to give a hello to Happy Mama Michelle. Thank you for following me on Twitter. Megan Nathanson, Ali Zonsius. Thank you guys so much. Belly Bump and uh, First Entertainment, Connect Her Media. There's so many um, great new followers that I've got over on Twitter, and I'm uh, excited to have you guys along for the journey that is motherhood in Hollywood. Uh, if you are wondering, what is she talking about? Twitter, I've never heard of this. Um, I'm going to need you to get on board with um, <clears throat> with what the kids are doing. You can follow Motherhood in Hollywood at MIH Podcast on Twitter. Go and find me at Motherhood in Hollywood on Instagram and Facebook. I also do Periscope. Are you guys doing Periscope? I've talked about it a couple times on the show before. Periscope is a good time. So go over and check that out. Find me at MIH Podcast there. And now I want to get right into the interviews I did with the Big City Moms Baby Shower. Had so much fun talking to everybody there. Cannot wait to go back next year and do it all again. Hopefully I won't ask so many weird questions and be awkward about it. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's I'm having fun. I want you to have fun too. So here's the interviews I did for the Big City Mom's Biggest Baby Shower. Hey, you guys, I'm here on the floor of the Big City Moms Baby Shower in Los Angeles. And I can tell you, this room is packed full of moms, moms-to-be, um, moms of multiples. It's pretty exciting. There's also lots of booths set up here with everything from VIP nannies to Smarty Pants Vitamins, Becco, uh, Perfectly Balanced Water. It's really a great event. And the best part is, 
I actually have gotten to talk to some pretty amazing people since I've been here, and I'm going to share those interviews with you right now. My name is Risa Goldberg. This is Leslie Vinoker. Yes. We're sisters. Yes. And we started this together, and our moms and our mom and dad are very proud of us. <laughs> yeah, you got to get mom and dad in there. Yes. That's great. And you guys, so you guys work together on this like probably all the time. All the time. Any sister fights come up? But we still love each other. Okay, that's good. And that's what matters. Tell me a little bit more about Big City Moms. Um, how did this idea come to be? Great. So Big City Moms is an online and in-person forum for a way for moms and moms to be to connect and just um, learn about all the different ways to get through parenthood, whether it be learning about the best in baby gear and services and just connecting with other moms for advice. Um, we help facilitate it. Yes, and we do that through our in-person events like tonight, the Big City Mom's Biggest Baby Shower, through all of our social media channels, through our website, and we do a lot of um, support groups as well. Why was that something important for you guys to do? Did you find that there was a lack of connection between moms when you were ha having your children? <laughs> or was it, was it a struggle for you to find moms to connect with? Yeah, actually that's how we got started. We started almost 13 years ago as a way for me to connect with other working moms and then we've grown over time to do we used to do little dinners and um, small intimate gatherings and now we've expanded to doing larger events across the country so everybody could be a part of them and meet other moms and learn about all the great products and services out there that's awesome well thank you guys so much for talking to me and thank you for letting me come and check thank this out you. this has been wonderful So that was the moms from Big City Moms, the founders and creators of the event. Thank you guys so much for uh, inviting me and letting me come and talk to everybody there. Now I want to share the interview that I did with Audrina Patridge. She had her little baby bump out. It was so cute. She was glowing and she looked really excited to go inside the event and check everything out and was gracious enough to um, let me ask her a couple of really awkward questions. <laughs> so here's my interview with Audrina Patridge from the Hills. The word is out. Everybody knows. Yep. This is not like you're breaking news right now. No, everyone knows. They don't know what it is. So I'm announcing that this week. So are you going to do a gender reveal party? I don't think so. I, my family and close friends already know. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to tell everyone. So yeah. it's mostly for all my fans and everyone. Like I'll just let them know. Um, but you know what it is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Good or bad? Excited? Not excited? Super excited. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I would have been excited. Do people? You find that people ask you that a lot? Do they? ask you the same kinds of questions like how are you feeling do you yeah. want a boy or a girl do you get those questions yeah, a lot it's the repetitive but yeah yeah <laughs> i guess it goes with the territory it goes with the territory yeah. and you know i mean every few weeks my answers change because of what i'm going through my body yeah. changes so everything every new week is sort of like a new experience and you see something mm. yeah. on tv are you finding you have a lot of hormones are you crying a lot um, <laughs> hormones really. kicking in no, I don't know. Like, I guess the end of first trimester, I kind of cried. Like, yeah. I was like, what the heck is wrong with me? Why am I crying right now? And then I'd break out. And I just felt so ugly and, like, disgusting and bloated. I find that hard like, to believe. But it's, it's like your hormones. You just feel so bloated and, sure. like, blah. You yeah. can't help it. But once you get past that, then everything's better. How are you finding that you're balancing your career and, um, 
the things that you want to do in terms of uh, business with is this changing it at all yet? Um, Are you seeing anything well, different? Are you slowing down? Yes. I mean, basically, I'm trying to think what I could say because I have a couple new projects coming up, but I can't say. You what. can't reveal them yet. All right. Um, but I definitely have slowed down, and I'm, it's all about balancing everything and try not to get stressed out which I have a lot going on right now and it's really hard not to get stressed so my doctor is really you know told me like, you need to take it easy slow down don't push yourself know your limits so I've really just learned to listen to my body and know when to stop yeah shut my phone off and just step away from and that's the world. hard to do in this business because you feel like you don't want yeah. to miss an opportunity yeah, you don't want to return an email and people and, want answers like and people now. want answers yeah, yeah. they they want your attention immediately how is that going to change do you think after the baby comes do you have like a support system in place yeah. already and, I mean I have my family that's really supportive um Corey's really supportive my mom will literally take my phone out of my hand and hide it if I look like I'm stressed <laughs> or I just need a break um but Corey's really helpful as well so I think with my family and Corey just being there, it'll be good. Oh, well, I'm yeah. really excited for you. I'm. This is going to be such a fun journey. So thank, thank you very you. much for thank talking you. to me. I appreciate yeah. it. Seriously, how sweet was she? I love talking to her. I am really excited for her to have a baby. It's going to be so much fun. Okay, next up is mom of two and star of Seventh Heaven and The Secret Life of the American Teenager, Beverly Mitchell. Here's my interview with Beverly. Okay, so tell me, Beverly, what are you doing here today? Well, um, I always love coming to the Big City Moms Biggest Baby Shower because it's just awesome, and there's always so many new and exciting, awesome things to, like, check out. And honestly, I don't think there's any world that, like, changes faster than the baby world. Like, it's, like, you know, I just had one kid, and then I'm like, you know, he's only a year, and they already have, like, new, you know, Four Moms has their newest, like, latest and greatest, like, self-installing car seat it's like what yeah so it's like it's always great to come and just check out the new stuff has there been anything that you've found either here or like in your own mom life that you're you just can't live without you're like this is the one thing that i need every day Ooh. besides like maybe a drink besides wine yeah besides um, wine. okay well well after wine right um i would have to say um what has been my saving grace Sophie the Giraffe is amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it'll occupy them for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, and then I have to say, like, I also love my collect car seats. I don't, because they're the, and it's funny, Kenzie loves getting in her car seat. Every mm-hmm. time she gets in it, she's like, I love my car seat. Aww. So um, a good, easy car seat that's easy to install and that you can also, like, get your kid in that they like. Yeah. Is key. Yeah. To, Did you ever to have life. to like wrestle? Like, how old are your kids now? Uh, th- one will be three uh, next month, and then uh, one. Did you go through the phase with your three-year-old that she just, or is he or she? She. She did not want to get in the car seat. No, she loves her car seat. Oh, that's good. We just we keep the car seat as an amazing, awesome thing. So as long as the car seat <laughs> is amazing, I will survive. Because the moment that she won't want to get in her car seat, life is over. Right, right, right. No, we did a full 24-hour like drive up to Canada, 12 hours, two days in a row, and she no iPad. No, uh, no headphones, no, no anything. Like she just hung out. Whoa! And she was great. Wow. The the little guy was who was four months at the time. He was a little rougher. He cried for like an hour on each day. But then again, after twelve hours of being in the car, I guess an hour is not that big of a deal. Right, right. So I guess I should just kind of 
take it. <laughs> Except for I expect, like, I expect excellence right. in the car. <laughs> um, well, cool. Well, thank you so much thank for talking you. to me for a second. Of course. Wow, it's so lovely talking to Beverly. She was so sweet. And now I want to share an interview I did with fashion designer extraordinaire Betsy Johnson. This was so cool, you guys. She could not have been more funny and more exuberant and just exactly what you imagine her to be. She was there with her brother, and um, of course I had to ask her if her kids ever had any desire to act, and here's what she had to say. My daughter (laughs) and her family, they decided to move to Malibu about eight months ago, and it's... I was in a position... I mean, it's... How the stars align. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year I couldn't yeah, have done it. Yeah. I mean, are you, so are funny. you in Malibu? So I'm in Malibu. Oh, this explains how you're so tan. <laughs> and I don't even go to the beach yet. <laughs> when well, did you move here? September? It's Mexico. I'm going to. <laughs> right. September? But, no, October? we moved in June. Oh, in June. Okay. And we're renting a house and then we're building a house. And I just, I realized I can do anything from anywhere mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> took her a while to figure I know that it took out. me a while because I can barely use my cell phone <laughs> but then I travel around doing appearances mm-hmm. I collaborate with all my like 14 brands yeah you have a lot and going on it's it's great I'm very glad we sold and the retail operation is off my back but it's yeah. I'm just so happy about not happy about being 73 as Bob 71 (laughs) so she for the first time in her life she has a boss I I will have a boss oh you have a boss kind of yeah oh boy I was a for a couple of years Steve Madden (laughs) bought the company yeah and 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 for me to work corporately after I'm my own boss with my best friend business you need I believe in working things out, and it just takes time to You've gotten very get it wise. straight. Oh no, but I—they <laughs> know if I don't—if you don't like something, feel yeah. that I'm the boss. It's very bad. Are you feeling like slowing down? Also Are like you relaxing? That. Catherine Noandrino is like that. Yeah. They—they they realize that all the girl needs is the perk. She just needs the respect to operate in the way she used to, which is full speed ahead creative. It's my way or the highway. Take the highway. I don't care. So I'm getting the sense you have no plan to slow down at all, even though you're in Malibu, California. Take it easy. No, I'm open a hotel in Mexico. Get out of here. Do you want to nail? Oh, I I don't think you're serious about that. Oh, Bob, am I serious? I may lose a daughter over it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Bob, it's two and a half hours away from me. Well, I know. It's a beautiful place. Where else do I have to go? Not only could she lose a Malibu, but she's here. To support her younger brother to with prom- the cheeky, promote with the cheeky, cheeky monkey, monkey. And, uh, they're so yeah. and, and they're so good. Under 100 cal- calories. They're yeah. so rich. You feel like you've eaten cheese and... So we may hire her for the uh, best you know, market. No, very filling <laughs> and very rich. And I was like, Why did you come up with Cheeky Monkey? Why did you decide to... Uh, a friend of mine is a pediatrician. He has been upset for a long time about the allergies, peanut allergies that kids get. And it's all related to provi- physicians, the, the medical establishment saying, don't eat peanuts. So the American public stopped eating peanuts and the number of allergies continued to go up. 
And the only thing that really will reverse that is early introduction early of peanuts. 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 Early peanuts. And so if you take so you this, get immune. I love so it. there's a big study about a year ago published in the you know Wall Street, uh, the uh, New England Journal of Medicine, which showed that um, kids that eat peanuts under the age of 10 months to start eating a peanut product like this. And it's got to be a, an infant kind of product that melts in your mouth and everything. Uh, it showed that, that the incidence of peanut allergies was 80% less. Oh, really? It's, a product, that, it's yeah. a product that is made in Israel where they don't have peanut allergies. Oh, so wow. we, we basically bought the brand. My daughter's whole preschool is nut-free. We're not allowed to bring anything oh, exactly, with nuts. Exactly. Anything. Because of that very reason, they don't want nuts anywhere in case somebody has an allergy. And that's really interesting um, idea that you brought up with scientific uh, research oh, yeah, to back yeah, it up. Yeah. Yeah. So the interesting thing, and, and the reason we're at this event, we were we're at the same event in Boston. The reason this hasn't done anything up to this point is that everybody's so afraid. And nobody, no. nobody is doing anything about it. So my friend, I mean, who's a pediatrician, um, <laughs> basically on a mission to kind of reverse the trend. And um, but you know, Bob, so I think what is important is to let the moms know that they go through that basic testing right, of right, what are your right. allergies with your pediatrician. With the yeah. pediatrician that's done it one month old, two weeks yeah. old, I don't know. So you basically know if your kid is. Right. Allergic to nuts. But then after that, all the other kids get this dose of nuts, so they build up an immunity. It's like a resistance to it, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's like anything else. And they say the same, uh, you know, there's been studies around shellfish and strawberries and everything else, and the same is true. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like everybody's been so afraid of it. Um, this has been here in the United States for six or seven years. Um, it has, but nobody wants to do anything about it because they think it's just too risky. <laughs> Ron and, and the tipping point for Ron was that he couldn't get his own pediatricians in, in the hospital that he works in to do this. They didn't want anything to, to do with it. it to yeah. try it, too much time. Yeah, you know, you have to go Political through. Political in a way that sure, you're choosing sure. to do this. Yeah. Oh, and it's and you know. We don't we don't know how it's all gonna play out. Yeah. I mean it may be very difficult, but at this event and at the event in Austin, it's like every expectant mother we talk to about this says, Well of course. Of course it makes, it makes sense. sense. Yeah. And you know, it's like, oh great. So I, I don't think there's as much of a you know, kind of a barrier fear. to doing yeah, yeah, a fear of it. So well, but it it'll, take forever. it'll take forever. Yeah. yeah, I think that's fantastic. And it seems like a no-brainer to me. Like, yes. it makes complete sense. Yep. And yep. I think it's great you have such a good cheerleader here for you. Yeah. Oh, you know? Exactly. Like, Bob's how lovely. Well, thank you guys for talking thank to me. You. I really appreciate thank it. You. Hey, everyone. I want to take a second to tell you a little bit about Kinsa, the world's smartest thermometer. It truly is the number one tool to give moms and dads a peace of mind when their little ones are sick. It's one of the best ways to help battle the flu because it remembers temperature, symptoms, and medications. And the best part, it gives you guidance on what to do next. Kinsa remembers all that information for you so you can focus on what really matters, taking care of your little one. For more information and to get your very own Kinsa, go to KinsaHealth.com. Kinsa, the world's smartest thermometer. 
So I'm here with Melissa Clayton, the owner and founder of Tiny Tags. Is that right? That's right. Okay, tell me, what are Tiny Tags? Tiny Tags are simple, classic jewelry for moms. We customize them with children's names, birthdays. You can also do a heart with your wedding date or a special date for your special someone in your life. And how did you come up with this idea? What kind of led you to start Tiny Tags? Um, I started Tiny Tags because after I had my first son, I wanted something to commemorate the special occasion. Um, I started off doing hand stamping, which is pretty much everywhere now. Uh, about four years ago, I knew I wanted to create a really higher end product that would last a lifetime. So we worked with laser engraving. Uh, so now everything is done, laser engraving. We guarantee our tags for life. Over 15 people touch every single tag that comes out. So it's a really um, long process, and I think the result is a gorgeous product that lasts a lifetime. They are beautiful. I love, I, I'm ready for all of them. Awesome! <laughs> and I see that Tiffany Amber Thiessen, is she, does she go by Amber now or can we just Tiffany I, th I think it's still Tiffany. Alright, so <laughs> um, does she, and she's a big fan of your product? She is a big fan. She put us in her holiday gift guide, which was fantastic, oh, that's as nice. one of the must-haves. So we were thrilled about that and she's always been a big supporter. So Cool. Well, these are absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with awesome. me. Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, so I'm here with Rachel from Club Mommy, Vina Crown Home, former Miss California and runner-up yeah. from Miss United States. No, I always want to give you extra Miss titles. Yeah, Miss you America. should. I'm, I'm all about it. And then Melissa is also a former Miss, is that I'm, her? Yeah, I'm Melissa Chatio's Miss California in 2007, a couple years so, after Vina. Basically, I'm here with really gorgeous ladies. Um, so I tell me, not Miss California. but you're gorgeous. You could have been. You could have been. So tell me, what are you guys all doing here today? What is it about the Big City Moms Baby Shower that brought you out? Because it's one of the premier events in LA. If you're expecting a child, you definitely need to come out. There's lots of brands. Get educated. See what's new. Because since I had my kid five years ago, there's a lot better stuff out there. And what's Club Mommy doing? Um, so we're a media sponsor for the event, and we absolutely love it. It's one of the best events in the country because they bring together such a good grouping of different vendors. They make it really, really fun, and I think when you're pregnant, it can just be really overwhelming, and coming to something that's like fun and social kind of makes the whole experience come alive. We spend so much time behind our computers, reading and researching. And that's awesome. The other thing, though, that I love about this event is we don't have a lot of like juvenile stores anymore in L.A., so it's really hard to get to go and test products, and it can be really awkward. So every product is here, and you can get educated and informed about that. Without feeling like you have to buy anything. Or like feel awkward, because you're like, uh, I don't know how to do this. Here. Well, remember yeah. before you had your baby, you like get this fancy stroller. I remember getting a bugaboo, and I could not figure out for the life of me how <laughs> to use it. And I was like, forget it. I'm over this stroller. We're just not doing strollers. Why do you think there know. is no more like juvenile type stores? Do you think it's because like Babies Are Us is just sort of like taken over or? Um, it's because moms <laughs> prefer to shop online, especially oh, like our yeah. West Coast, like our East Coast moms do like to go to the juvenile stores and they'll have everything couriered over, but our LA moms, were in our cars a lot, they don't want to schlep things, they just want to buy everything online, they spend a lot of time writing and researching, they're very non-toxic and eco-friendly, so before they're going to buy a purchase, they're going to become super educated about every single thing, they're going to look, pick a stroller, re-pick it, talk to their friends about it, do polls about it on Facebook, so yeah. it's a different type of a mom. The only market actually 
in the country where juvenile stores were really thriving is Miami because they've got all the Central and Latin American business. And now that those countries are all in recession, that area is the only area. I mean, it's like starting to have some problems. But I think it's just changed, and that's why you need to come to these types of events to like get, you know, to like get to see what the products are really like. To really get interactive with them and touch and feel and all that stuff. So, Melissa, what is the thing that you've been impressed with the most so far that you've seen? I think the the technology that has changed. I, we just looked at a stroller that is a car seat and a stroller, and it works in so many different. Yeah, right the behind tuna. us. Right behind. Yeah, the tuna. Seat? It's a car seat, but it also is a stroller, and it's pretty. Uh, easy to function. Um, so I'm really impressed with the advances in technology. Yeah. But I will say, as a single woman that probably doesn't have a plan to have a child in the exact near <laughs> but future, you're like the ultimate auntie. I am the ultimate auntie because a lot of my friends have the most incredible babies. Yeah. And All I'm right, really, we need to be friends. Yeah. Aunties, I always. Aunties need to have cool stuff too. I have, we have a lot of aunties. And I have so many showers that I have already RSVP'd for for the year, so I'm already getting ideas of what to buy all of my nieces and nephews. I love and this it. is Dr. Tanya, so she's a very famous Hi. pediatrician. I'm Heather. I'm interviewing them for my podcast, Motherhood Hi. in Hollywood. So tell me about your book oh, that's coming out. Oh, so my book is called What to Feed Your Baby, and it comes out April 5th, published by HarperCollins, and it's basically my system for raising healthy, nutrition-loving, non-picky eaters, hopefully with fewer food allergies. So I recommend 11 foundation foods that you want to get in early, like as early as six months of age, including peanut butter oatmeal and avocado, and just all the healthy, important things, eggs, things that moms maybe used to avoid because we used to think avoiding would decrease allergies, and now we know that we were totally wrong, yes, pediatricians were wrong, that you really want to get everything in early now. So is your book mostly focused on um, babies, or does it go up to toddlers as well? It's actually birth through age five, So um, there's uh, my 11 foundation foods, starting solids, toddler feeding, preschooler pickiness. There's a whole chapter on organic and GMO and all of that to help parents navigate the grocery store aisles. Um, I have an almost three-year-old who right now will only eat bread and mac and cheese. Please tell me that this will end one day and she will eat like a normal person. It will end one day, um, but but depending on what, how you navigate her feeding, you can help her learn to eat other foods sooner as opposed to later. Because if she's really only eating bread and mac and cheese, one she may not be getting enough nutrition in her diet. So I'd want to is yeah, she getting enough protein? I'm constantly worried about Is she about getting that. enough fiber, fruits and vegetables, antioxidants, probiotics? So, for instance, what kind of bread does she eat? Um, she will eat like uh, whole wheat bread or sourdough okay. or like I'll make like a crescent roll sometimes and I'll put, you know, a peanut butter jelly in it, you know, kind of a nut thing. Nut butter is great. If you can get the nut butter on the bread, that's yeah. more of a complete meal. Then she has the protein. When moms go to the grocery store and you're buying like mac and cheese or bread or cereal products, I always say read the label and look for something that has three grams of fiber and no fake colors. Then at least it's a nutrition food and you've pretty much ruled out all the junk food. So even in the cereal aisle, you don't have to count sugar grams if you just look for three grams of fiber and no artificial colors you're bound to choose a healthier option. I am going to read that chapter in your book and the rest of it as well. Thank you so much for letting me like bombard you with oh, an interview. Sure, no problem, anytime. <laughs> You're quite funny, aren't you? Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty hilarious. <laughs> I, know, I know a mummy blogger, Suzanne, uh, Susanna Briggs-Katz, and she has a blog, Malibu Mom, but um, oh. I, I think she told me about your show. So oh, that's why great. I heard it. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah, the more people that listen, the better. That's great. Yeah. Isn't it? So tell me a little bit about Knightsbridge Nanny Agency. Well, we're, first of all, we're British. Natalia founded the company. Um, I'm, I'm her, her minion. <laughs> but um, yeah, we basically we provide a service to hardworking mums and dads. Basically, our nannies are of service to the parents as much as they're of service to the children. It makes a. I, I feel passionately about childcare, as does Natalia. We both really care, and we were both nannies ourselves for a long time. Need 20 years. I'm old. Uh, so, so yeah, I like, and also I was brought up by nannies. My parents. Um, now, does the word nanny over in England, do you think it has a different meaning than yeah, it does here? it does, because a no pair is someone with no experience who comes over and wants a holiday, basically, and, uh, and has had no experience and they just want to live in a different place. A nanny is someone you can trust. And yes, it's more PC to sort of say child caregiver, which I'm happy to say, but we're British and we're the, we're, we're, we're super nannies, you know. If we're, anyone can say it, you guys can, for sure. I love the idea of having a nanny. I have a nanny share that I did with my daughter and a good friend of mine who I met in a mommy me class. What a great saved idea. my life. Yeah. So I am a big fan of any Anyone who's willing to give me help with my ch with my child—it's very—it's a really hard job. Yes, it's such a hard job, and I think you know that's why the the girls in our boat's all women. I should say women <laughs> and men. We have some yeah, nannies. we have mannies too. Oh, you do? Yeah, oh, great. Especially for families that are have, have full of boys. You yeah, know, they want lots yeah of boys yeah, or single yeah. single parent moms that you know kind of want that male figure in the kids' lives. Yeah. You know, they they come in like as coaches and they can kind of run the boys about kind yeah. of thing. So we do both. That's a Ever great idea. With our teenage boys, you know, families with like three sort of boys sort of from eight to thirteen, you know, they're like, give us a money. Um, so, <laughs> what kind of services do you guys offer? As far as do you connect parents with a nanny? Um, do you do all the background checks yeah. and all of that? Because that for me is a big concern. We do. We're very, very thorough. Very thorough. Since I was a nanny myself for twenty years, um, I know how important it is. Yeah, and I think also too, I think what moved me to start the company was to seeing the quality of childcare that was already out there, right? Because obviously, you know, in the parks, and the big thing is right now is like nannies being on their phones. It's all like a, a huge, yeah, huge one. Interacting with the children. Yeah, and the children are like hanging off the swing and that kind of thing. So I think that was definitely where the, the urge was born to be like, hang on a minute, this isn't right, you know? Like yeah. these, these families are, you know, playing huge bucks for these nannies to come in and look after these children and you know not meet their friends and have a mother's meeting in the park and ignore yeah. the children you know yeah. so I saw all that and and that was my whole goal when I set out you know to, to front recruit nannies was and looking for that in them you yeah, know and was the most important job in the world helping someone bringing someone else into their family to help right. their precious child you know so it makes me feel good if I can be of assistance to do that I'm here with the moms of Expressing Motherhood and Mom Tonk. Am I saying Mommy that? Tonk. Mommy Tonk. Yeah. All right. So tell me, ladies, first of all, how did you all get together and what do you do from the beginning of your day to the end? Go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> tell well, me about Expressing Motherhood. So Expressing Motherhood is a, oh my God, sorry, a show about, oh God. Did you just forget? Are you Jesus, drunk right now? I'm so drunk. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, we've all been drinking vodka. Been drinking. <laughs> I am tired. Okay. Expressing motherhood consists of mom. No, it doesn't. Listen, expressing Thank motherhood you. is a moth style 
uh, storytelling show yeah. uh, with a theme of motherhood. I love it. Stories about motherhood shared on stage. And it does, but not every it's cast a, member is, is, an, is a mom. But we've had a lot of you've had a lot of dads on the stage. Yeah. You've had people who choose not to have children. I've also had variety acts, singing, comedians, dancing. You've yep. had dancers. Yeah, it's an amazing mom's night out. It's basically a night to connect with other people, sharing your story. You never know what you're going to relate to. Most of the stories are universal in some way. Some some of them are very profound. Some of them are hilarious. So you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, some are gut wrenching, and, and it's absolutely an amazing night to go out. Can anybody do it? Yes. Yeah. There's a submission process. People send me their submissions, and then I'll choose which ones I want to be in the next show. And have you ever had to turn anyone away? Like, no, this is too weird. It's, no, not that it's too weird, okay. but I definitely <laughs> I'll get so many submissions, and I only will cast ten people for timing reasons, and sure. then I'll help curate the pieces. And then that's how I, you know, kind of started my tribe here in Los Angeles and met Shannon and Stacy, and I'm so fortunate to have met them. Expressing motherhood. And Shannon and Stacy do mommy talk. We yeah. do. Tell me about that. So uh, Stacy and I met doing Expressing Motherhood. We were each doing individual pieces. We did not know each other. Stacy was doing the, the most hilarious stand up set that I'd ever heard. She walked on stage with a baby monitor and basically said, um, I hope you guys don't mind, but my babysitter flaked, and uh, so I'm just going to use this. <laughs> And it was and it Shannon walked pants. on stage wearing nothing but a breast <laughs> pump and pajama pants, and oh. then delivered the funniest monologue I had ever heard in my life. And I thought, I hope it's okay with her, but she is my new best friend, and this is going all the way. So uh, backstage, we drink a lot of wine, waiting to go on, and I had to basically spend the night trying to keep her quiet. And then uh, we, we just instantly became like best friends. Yeah. And I love that. It was great. So we wrote a show, uh, a show that was half half monologues and half stand-up called not, I'm Not Here Where My Kids Are. And in that, uh, I did a little singing. And then Shannon's like, hey, wait a second, I do a little singing. And so from that show, Mommy Tonk was born. And we started writing really irreverent songs about motherhood and parenting and relationships. And because we're both from the South, we can harmonize naturally. And uh, it sounds real sweet, but what it's part real of the filthy. South? I'm from Texas. I'm from Kentucky. Shut your mouth. I'm from Oklahoma. What? what? She's from Idaho. Get out of here. We basically what? can form I'm our own union. My baby's from China. We should just form our own, like, our own Mason Dixon right here. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. That's so, yeah. so, so funny. So we've been writing and performing for the last five, six years. We and, tour all over the country. In the summer, we uh, take the kids with us, kind of. And we start in Texas, where Stacy's family are, so her kids can see the grandparents. We do Houston and Austin. Harlingen is a new city we're going to hit this summer. And then we go to Louisville, Kentucky, to visit my grand my parents. We go to Nashville and Atlanta. And we, and we have, have a, a monthly show here in Los Angeles yeah. at the Open Space at Fairfax and Oakwood. 457 North Fairfax. That's so great. Yeah. March 14th and April 11th are the next two shows. You guys, yeah. I'm so glad I met you. This is so fantastic. I have to tell you, I've had a really hard time finding moms who are specifically comedy moms, who are also like performers and actors and singers, all of that stuff. It seems like moms kind of, um, I don't want to say hide away after oh, they do. have a baby, but we you mentioned something do. about that earlier. Like yeah. they kind of just have their baby and then they just let those dreams go a yeah. little bit. And yeah. I don't want to do that. Right. So, and I'm glad that you guys aren't either. I mean, Lindsay's show Expressing Motherhood is perfect for that. Like, honestly, I don't know what I would have done no. after I had my children. I wouldn't have survived without the, the community that Expressing Motherhood is. And after meeting Stacy, creating Mommy Tonk, it, it literally has saved my life. Like, to be able to vent the good, the bad, all of it, with a community of people that get me and don't mind what I'm saying and aren't judging me, 
uh, to be able to express that in the way that I used to on a stage performing in front of, an, of a live audience is life-changing. We it. can continue doing it, but it's not a huge time commitment. It's completely doable, and that's what is literally it has saved my life. I mean, I, I mean that. Well, now I have to be obsessed with you guys. So, oh, wow. <laughs> ditto, ditto, <laughs> right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys for talking to me. I appreciate it. Thank you. I had so much fun at the Big City Mom's biggest baby shower this year, just walking around, interviewing everyone. It totally reminded me of my days as a reporter, and it was just so much fun. Thank you to everybody who took the time to talk to me, and big thank you to Risa and Leslie, the founders of Big City Moms, for inviting me to this year's event. I look forward to going again next year and interviewing even more people and uh, making even more people uncomfortable with my awkward line of questions. Um, before we go, I want to leave you with a little number from the gals I met from Mommy Tonk. They were so much fun, and they sang a little song for me. I want to share that with you all right now as we close out the show. Here it is. I've got a mom crush. Hate to admit it, but... That bitch ain't got thrush like my baby does. She got her nails done, just got her hair did. She shops at Nordstrom, not talking the rack. I want her school district. I want her nanny too. I want her backyard pool, and I'll take her pool guy too. I want her minivan decked in them leather seats. Yeah, and her plastic surgeon is someone I'd like to meet. I've got a mom crush. Ah, so great, right? They're wonderful. You guys check out Mommy Tonk on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you get a chance, Google those ladies. Big thank you again to everybody at the Big City Moms Biggest Baby Shower. That's it for me for this episode. I'm out. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next time. Balls.